0: Back again with another one. Um, Euro still running. Of course, this is now on, still in the end of March, day one. So everybody in every group has played all their games. And of course, the last games of the game day slash match day was a very interesting one. The last two, um, Portugal 3, Hungary 0. Um, that one, of course, it looks for a long time like it was going to end 0-0 and then towards the end, even Hungary scored And I was like, wow, um, this is not going to be one of those days, is it? Um, Unfortunately, that was ruled for offside. And then Portugal went on to smash it at the end of the game day. Two goals from Cristiano Ronaldo, the inevitable. He has now also broken a record of playing in five Euro championships. He's the first ever to do it. And also scoring, I believe, in all five, if I remember correctly. So yeah, he's also now the highest scorer in Euro history. So he's got 11 goals, um, beating Michel Platini for that record. So, he is essentially the inevitable in terms of record-breaking everywhere he's gone. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, man, what a talent. Um, anyway, two goals from Ronaldo, a goal from Rafael Guerrero, and assist um, by Rafa Silva. So those were the scores and people who got involved in the goals for um, Portugal. I believe also Rafael Guerrero earned the penalty, if I remember correctly. But anyways, uh, one of the Rafa's eventually earned the penalty, I can't remember who. But anyways, um, let's move on. Oh, yeah, it was Rafa Silva, so the guy who got two assists. So essentially, by FPL standards, would have gotten three assists. Interesting. Anyways, on to the next game of the game week. Um, France versus Germany ending 1-0. An own goal to Matt Hummels. Unfortunate to see that go in, but quite frankly, I belt with that goal. The assist from Lucas Hernandez, who played really, really well as well. Um, 6.5 in the game. And of course, Germany just don't, I mean, again, they're a decent side, but they don't have a recognizable striker, at least that you'd be afraid of. Their midfield doesn't have a recognizable defensive midfielder. It looked very much like Manchester City in the final of the Champions League. So um, quite frankly, just, yeah, it's a good team, good talent, but there's some key areas that they're missing. And until they sort those out, or maybe an emerging talent comes somewhere to plug that gap. You can see that Germany isn't going to do very well against really, really strong teams and of course the next match day begins today as well um certainly you want to get your team set up and ready the deadline is at 9 p 9 a.m eastern when the first game starts starts with finland against russia turkey at wales and of course italy taking on switzerland i personally will be going with my limitless chip For this match day, Um, of course, I'm targeting the France versus Hungary game towards the end of the match day. That's on the Saturday. I'm going to go full on France. Um, I thought about going um, two France strikers and a defender, but I'm realizing I'm probably better off just taking that France clean sheet, uh, that France clean sheet and um, what do you call it? Um, I'm moving on with other attacking talents elsewhere, because there's so many attacking players now. Ronaldo just seems unstoppable, irrespective of who he's playing. Of course, Hungary was an easy team, but Germany don't look like they're going to be able to stop Ronaldo after what I saw from France. I think France were, were slightly wasteful, in my mind. I think France could have like punished Germany by a longer shot. And of course, having seen what Portugal have in terms of talent, Diogo Jota, Bruno Fernandes, Bernardo Silva, Ronaldo... Um, Rafael Guerrero on one side, Rafa Silva. um, It just looks to me and obviously Diaz in defense, Portugal. I've actually understated them. Now keep in mind, this is still with João Felix on the bench. Yeah. I think Portugal should have enough to overcome Germany. So I'm going to go Ronaldo. I think I, I've, I just can't be comfortable (laughs) watching him on the sidelines anymore. Um, I think no matter how old he is, he still finds a way to do what he does. And he's on penalties um, yeah, just, I'm just going to take Ronaldo. Um, I think even at 12 with limitless, it doesn't really matter his price. So it's going to take him. And um, the other side of course is also Lukaku. Lukaku just looks sharp. He looks ready. He looks up for it. Uh, I might take a punt on him. England. I liked as well. So I'm going to drop Kane. Uh, I think Sterling is the way to go for England. I think his scoring record is actually quite good. Now that I've gotten a chance to look back at it. Um, I dropped Kane. Uh, so it's going to be for me, um Lukaku, Ronaldo, I've thought about, in, so he's Immobile, that was the third I thought about for a really, really long time. But I think um, if I don't go Immobile, I, I'd i probably go someone else um, just to round out the gamut. Um, that, like an Mbappe, for example, um, because he's playing Hungary. And I think that France team is just going to smash them completely. Um, I think Portugal was kind, even beating them 3-0. I think Portugal was very, very kind. So Mbappe would probably be my last, peak, uh, last my last pick um pick and um yeah just go Mbappe for Hungary he's he the boy looks sharp he, if you saw the goal he scored that was ruled off offside and then the, the goal he also set up for um Benzema Mbappe just looks ready and I I don't think Hungary can handle it. So uh, of course there's Griezmann who's probably gonna be on penalties. Benzema is also probably going to get a lot of tap ins but a lot of final balls are going to go through Mbappe I think. And I think his talent is just out of this world that he should just maybe two, three, or even in terms of goals of involvement, he should be involved in three, I think, against Hungary. My prediction for that game is going to be like 4-0, 5, something like that. Um, across midfield, I'm also looking at Yamalenko. He's playing North Macedonia. I, I saw the wonder goal he scored um, last time out. And quite frankly, just wow. Um, and of course, it was, it was an extra point for scoring outside the box um, last time out as well against Netherlands, so... He goes again and does it at Macedonia, which is supposed to be an easier team, essentially the whipping boys in the group. I think Jamalenko should have a look in. Um and then of course if you're going to go to Italy, um, because Italy just also just amazing, amazing guys. If you're not gonna do Immobile, obviously you gotta go in Sinier. Um Baradi's another one, Spinnazzola's another. Um, of course you want to go in the goal post as well. Donnarumma is just a is rock star, is rock steady. Just just he just yeah. Yeah. In front with Chiellini, Bonucci, yeah, there's yeah, just take Donnarumma. I, I don't think Switzerland are going to do anything against Italy. Again, this is what I think based on what I've seen. Um, Switzerland may show up, may, it may turn up, because, I mean, they have the talent. There's, you know, Ricardo Rodriguez. There's um, Shakiri, um, Granit Jaka, Seferovic, uh, Mbolo, who scored last time out. So, I mean, there's still players who can do something. That Let's not discount that at all. But Italy, based on their record, again, 28 games unbeaten. They've not, consider a goal i believe in like the last eight matches or something ridiculous like that like italy by form is a really really strong team and the stats as well um so i i would recommend italy in that way um on the belgium side of course number one in the world they've got lukaku if you're not going to take him i don't know why you wouldn't but take lukaku uh Munier, who's also coming from timothy can stand, and he's ultra attacking and now Denmark don't have christian Eriksen anymore I'm not sure they have a lot of attacking talents like that that would trouble Belgium, um, and wouldn't allow um, Mounier to just run and bomb forward. Keep in mind, we still think that Kevin De Bruyne is going to show up at some point in this tournament. When that is, we do not know for sure, but Kevin De Bruyne is still to be unleashed on this, on you know, on the Euros. So, I mean there's still so much more to come from Belgium. Um, currently, he's in contention by the um, metrics to start the next game, but it's doubtful uh, in terms of his... Um, this is Kevin De Bruyne I'm talking about right now. So he's doubtful to start, but it says he's in contention to start. So you never know if, if Kevin De Bruyne comes available. Um, and also keep in mind, Hazard didn't play the full match. I think last time he only played about 20-something minutes. So Hazard is also someone who can come in and do a job. I mean, Yeah. So, Belgium should smash Denmark as well. So options available. Um, if you're going to go limitless, certainly try that out. Um, if you're going to go wildcard, of course, have fun. Keep in mind, and remember, after match day three, there is going to be unlimited transfers again by default. So, whether you use a wildcard or not, whether you use a limitless chip or not, there is um, essentially by default a wildcard coming by the end of the group stage. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you all the best of luck in match day two. Good luck in your game day, and I'll see you tomorrow.